Yo, 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 what's going on? I'm Zid Raw, and welcome to Otaku Beef. Hope everybody's had a great weekend. Hope you guys are having a good life. Everything on my end is pretty weird. After all the cool stuff with Game of Thrones last night, and the excitement with it kind of coming back on the air, and the randomness, I'm not going to say anything that happened in the show on this podcast episode, because I already did a very spoiler-filled Game of Thrones podcast, which you can either listen to now on Anchor with the live version, but... If you happen to miss it, go check it out on the uh, podcast app. It's up. It's published. I made sure to get it up immediately for you guys. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wanting to just kind of like touch base with everybody, just kind of let you in back on uh, kind of what's going on with me. As a lot of you know, I'm an aspiring rapper producer. I'm an aspiring otaku, and I'm an aspiring human being, and... Lately, I've been kind of studying. I'm trying to learn these new programs to um, really up my producing production game just because um, I feel like I can make songs and I can make beats, but as far as it as far as it comes to like, okay, I'm gonna create a session to where I can stand up and just play the different tracks, play different loops merge drums, merge with different songs and so forth and so on, I know nothing about that. So uh, I got with my cousin who's a really dope artist, he's a dope producer, and he's kind of given me some things to work on. And I tell you what, man, these new programs, (laughs) I have no clue what I'm doing. (laughs) I have no clue. I mean, I can figure out the basics to make a loop, but like uh, simple stuff like importing samples, took me a a while to figure out how to do that and where I can do it and all that stuff. Simple little things like the difference between EQing from a visual, you know, like a, what they call it, a spectrometer to just one for your ears. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm still not used to it yet. So the, uh, the flow, the workflow is still very, very slow. I haven't really made any complete stuff, just some partial tracks. I'm trying to get a handle on what each thing does, but it's it's definitely interesting. And if it helps me in the long term, I'm I'm ecstatic and, and very very excited to do it. So that's that's kind of what I'm trying to focus on right now when it comes to music production. Um, in addition to that, everything else is kind of like odd for me as well I'm, I'm I'm doing the I'm doing the boyfriend thing where I'm taking I'm taking my girl's car to get her brakes looked at she had some brake issues yesterday and uh, I didn't like I didn't like her having to drive to work when her brakes are shaky that's really really scary and since my job is a heck of a lot closer than her job is. Her job is about 15, 20 minutes away. My job is about seven minutes away. So I'm up in the early hours and uh, I'm gonna see what happens. But you know, you know how it is. We've all done stuff like this. You know, when you're, when you're the boyfriend or you're the girlfriend, sometimes you gotta be there for, you know, your uh, your SO, your significant other. 
I could have stood for shout out, but in this instance, it did not. So, I'm on this journey in a car that I don't know how it drives, going to a place where I don't exactly know where it is. I kind of have some inclinations. Hopefully, everything will work out pretty good. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. I just hope that they're going to actually be able to uh, take a look at the issue and figure out why uh, her her brakes are hesitating. Because, like I said, pretty dangerous. But anyway, enough about me. Enough about my my stuff. I appreciate you guys listening. Oh, this is what I really wanted to say. We made it into the top 500 on Anchor. So insert your claps right here. Press the clap button. I'm going to try to get into the top 100 now. I think the key is speed and consistency. So we're just going to do way more talking than you probably expect. What up? Welcome to Otaku Beef, where we talk about anime, hip-hop, where we talk about video games, where we talk about rap, beef, where we talk about whatever. I'm Zid Raw, your host. So, one of the channels that I listen to that everybody should listen to is Dead End Hip Hop. If you're a hip-hop fan, if you like good reviews, they're very funny. They review everything, for the most part, and they care about a lot of stuff that critics care about, like lyrics, production, uh, quality of like the whole project as opposed to just singles and hits. Well, this morning I saw that they, no, no, on Twitter, I saw Modest Media had posted that they're going to talk about Tyler, the Creator's new album, Scumfuck Flower Boy, and I was like, I didn't even know that was out. I was like, but great, I can listen to it today, then I can watch the review. So I went to my uh, listening uh, platform title, I typed it in, and then I, I saw, I favorited it, and I was like, wait a second, there's just one song here. I was like, this can't be it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So then I unfavorited it, and I started looking, and that's all I saw. Now, maybe it's just a thing where he's just messing around, and on this platform, there's only one song, but... Is there only one song on this album? Is he just like really messing with us? Like Tyler the Creator is like one of those guys where he does stuff and the actual art is the reaction to what he does. Very Andy Kaufman-esque where he does something that he knows is going to pull a reaction and then he acts very nonchalant about whatever extreme thing he did, like someone dying, some uh, homosexual like notes or context, some uh, or phrases, some super gory something. And then he's like, what? What are you talking about? What? But everybody is losing their minds. Extremes of positives and negatives and that was the case with his uh, first single off of Goblin, which, uh, Yonkers, which was very dope, very surreal, very interesting, and very simple and plain and ordinary at the same time. So, what's he getting at? When I look at, um, when I look at this particular project, and... <laughs> And I'm just like, what in the world? What on earth is happening? Why is there only one track? I don't know if this is right or not. So then I start thinking, okay, 
So they're able to put out a review is like so fast and it usually takes them a while to put out reviews. But is this why? Is this actually what's going on? So shout out to Tyler the Creator if it's true because he's on a whole other thing that a lot of artists aren't on. Where every artist tries to give people um, their best version of the usual and or their best version of the unusual. Tyler uh, the Creator just tries to give people nothing that they could ever anticipate at any given moment whatever that may be because sometimes you anticipate the unusual but the, the, the way in which he does it is surreal it really reminds me of Lady Gaga and how she was shutting people down uh, with the outlandish outfit game long before other people were how she would dress like in wild outfits and then everyone would copy her and then she would dress in another wild outfit and then there was the one day where she came in dressed like a man looking like Prince and people were like, where's Lady Gaga? Well, she was in the corner dressed like Prince, looking like Prince, wearing a jacket like Prince. That was fire. No one could expect or anticipate that but her. And I feel like he's kind of on that other. So. If the song is as good as the uh, the single that he put out, um, I'm hoping. I thought I had seen a track list, though, which is what's tripping me out because I was like, wait a minute, wasn't there a track list for this that I had seen prior to this? But now I'm like, well, maybe there wasn't. Either way, the fact that he's got me asking questions just from the release, not having heard anything yet, shout out to Tyler, man. He's on his own. Y'all can't. I really wish I understood why everybody prefers first person over third person. And maybe it's just this personal preference thing that I need to see a little bit more of what's going wrong around my character as opposed to what's just happening in my immediate vicinity directly in front of me. Um, but that's what it seems like. Like, I was watching the trailer for this new game called Citadel, and it's an online fantasy sandbox game. And I guess that means there's going to be some world building, some castle building. I saw some instances where a character was floating in the air and he was lifting uh, a tower from a castle and throwing it against a mountain. It was pretty cool. But that wasn't me the viewer or the, the main character doing that. It was watching another character. It was watching another character perform this action in front of us. And I'm like, okay, this entire thing that I'm looking at is in first person. And I always feel like I'm removed from the action when it's in first person unless it's a shooter. Shooting I get. When you're in a shooter, you need those precise controls, the visual of being able to see what you're aiming at, what's being targeted. You want to be get in there and get and be precise. But with a hack and slash or with magic and stuff like that, when you're in that close, you can't quite see what you're aiming at, so it's imprecise. 
and that's my only qualms with the Elder Scrolls series. Skyrim is one of my favorite video games of all time. I played in third person, and if it wasn't a third person, it would not be on my list. I just don't get it. Obviously, these are the opinions of one man, not the opinions of all gamers everywhere, so, you know, personal preference, but I just, I just don't understand. It'd be so great if you guys could call in and enlighten me as to why you prefer first person over third. Or if you're like me, tell me why is it that you like third person, like me, over first person? I mean, I don't want to play Halo in third person when I'm shooting. I want to be in first person when I'm shooting. But when I'm running around and if I have a sword, first person doesn't do it for me. I want to see my character animations. I want to feel like this attack that I'm doing, the spinning attack versus the overhanded slash versus the upward thrust. I want to see the character going through these motions and doing these actions. And so I'm watching this trailer for Citadel and it looks pretty cool. It doesn't look like it's going to be uh, to the level of some of like the top tier games, but it looks pretty damn good. Especially when you're like hungry for open world sandbox RPGs, it looks amazing. And that's me. I, I'm always hungry for like the next big thing because when you come out of a situation of whatever type game that you're playing, you want something of that same kind of ilk. It's uh, chasing the dragon. It's the effect of you want to chase that same incredulous high that you got from a previous game, show, album, whatever. You want something similar. So, I do what everybody does. Like, say you finish a show on Netflix, you finish whatever, the total amount of seasons that they have, you start scrolling, and you're like, okay, what can I watch next? What can I, what's similar? What's good? Or you just watch the new episode of Game of Thrones, hashtag Dim Thrones, and you're like, oh, geez, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, I guess I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch, <laughs> I'm going to watch old episodes of, old, old episodes of Game of Thrones, you know? So, pretty crazy but that's kind of how it is and I'm always looking for that next big thing but in the meantime I would like a nice charming um, open world sandbox, sandbox RPG that I can play around with maybe with some different mechanics because you never know what's going to click for you you never know when you're going to find a game that you weren't expecting the love that ends up being like one of your top tiers like, can you imagine how surprised people were when they played Eco for the first time or Shadow of the Colossus? It's the unexpected joys that kind of make this video game thing cool. Yo, that was Eddie Murphy, Boogie in Your Butt. And uh, if you guys are listening live, uh, yeah, you get why I'm, why I'm laughing. I completely forgot that that even existed. And that was like played straight, all those Eddie Murphy tracks and everything like that. Because that's what I always say. They say comedians want to be rappers, rappers want to be comedians, or rappers want to be athletes, and athletes want to be uh, rappers, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? But that's pretty funny. If you guys are listening live, you listen on the podcast, I love you guys. But if you want to hear something extra, something additional, you know, definitely peep the, uh, definitely peep the uh, live version here on Anchor as well. I'm Zid Raw. This is Otaku Beef, and we talk anime, we talk video games. We talk pop culture, movies, and we talk hip-hop because that's all things that I love. So that's all things I'm going to discuss. So 
we were just talking about how I like third person in my action games and how some people prefer first person. But then we started breaking off and I was really thinking about how, you know, you have those in-between moments between activities where you're just like, shoot, what the hell do I do now? Well, I have a solution and my solution is what I personally do when I'm in between something or after something ends that puts me on an incredible high. So last night was the premiere of Game of Thrones. Love Game of Thrones. I've read all the books, watched all the shows. Me and my girl watch it. We have a great time. All my friends watch it except for one. Uh, but anyway, after the show, you're still on a high. You're in an emotional state of fantasy. You're like, oh my gosh, I've been transported to this other world. Don't worry, I'm not going to spoil nothing from the episode. I don't do that. I hate, I, I, I really fucking hate spoilers. I think spoiling is the same as bullying. And I really hate bullying. I really hate it. Like, physically. Like, I'm a pretty big guy. It just drives me nuts when I see it happen. You know what I'm saying? So, when you're experiencing these highs and you're like, holy cow, that was amazing. And you just want to sit and revel in it. So, that's why shows like Talking Dead exist. Talking Bad. Chris Hardwick is a genius because the reason why people want to watch uh, shows like the after show of a popular show is because you're still wanting to to walk through the uh, emotional states that you're feeling inside. You are sitting there and you're just like... I just want to pull through and be able to comprehend kind of what's going on in my life based on what this show made me feel at the moment. And shows like Breaking Bad, like Game of Thrones, like The Sopranos, like any of those really high quality popular TV shows like Vikings and stuff like that, there's a lot of cathartic moments where you're really kind of getting out and being able to kind of act through feelings and sensations that you would not ordinarily have in your ordinary life. So that's what those show, why those shows exist. But say you don't have that. Say you don't have AMC. Say you don't have access to that. Say you watched it online. Whatever, whatever. What do you do? Two solutions. The most common solution is to go on Twitter or Reddit and just hear people's discussion, look at what people are saying, get more theories. That's fun to an extent, but when you go down the theory rabbit hole, sometimes people enlighten you to things that would have been a delightful surprise had you discovered them on your own. That's why for Westworld next season, I'm not going to be on Reddit because I feel like all of the cool theories were shown and discovered by people and I knew, I anticipated I didn't know, but I anticipated prior to the episode airing now what I do is I watch something old and I read something old that I know is good because then I can get I can get that emotional state that I was feeling because I know it's there, like I'm rereading Hunter Hunter Dark Continent chapters right now the lead up, 
And I feel just as cool with that as I do watching Game of Thrones. So, like, there's been plenty of games and shows where you just feel like, man, I wish this could go on forever. That's a testament to quality. When you're able to make something that's good as opposed to something that you think people are going to want, quality stands the test of time. People are always talking to me about, well, I don't want to make whatever I'm working on too long because people have short attention spans. And that is just not true. People have an attention span that matches what they value as well-invested time. So look at these kids that are playing um, Overwatch all day, every day, all day, every day, leveling up, leveling up. They're not doing anything new within the different matches. What they're doing is they're doing what what they value to be positive quality time. They value the time in Overwatch so it's entertaining, therefore it is interesting, therefore they will do it for hours. That's what people don't understand. They're like, I gotta make my stuff short because people don't care and they're gonna not. No, people care as long as it's interesting, as long as it's worth it. People will sit and read the newest game of thousand page Game of Thrones book, thousand freaking Brandon Sanderson's novels. Um, what is it called? The, the uh, Stormlight Archives. I pray that it takes me more than two weeks to finish the next book. I pray because that's entertainment that is going to transport me for a crazy amount of time. Put your hat on that. That's what I'm talking about. I'll slow down. I'll try to make the experience last longer, even though I know it's gonna go for two weeks, but it'll feel too short because it's that good. That's what I'm talking about. Those experiences, those books, the freaking Stormlight Archives books, the Game of Thrones books, Harry Potter books, Final Fantasy games, Super Mario, freaking Super Mario RPG, um, Halo, Halo 2, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, all of that stuff. People want the good experiences to last and they have an endless attention span for that. But everybody worries about whatever facts and figures that someone told them without actually verifying the accuracy of those statements. And I think that that is where things get a little bit interesting. The the accuracy, the truth, the uniformity of stuff like that, we don't even discuss it. We don't even care to discuss it. We don't even make notice of it. Some people do, but I feel like not enough people are aware of that. So I wanted to put that bug, I wanted to put that bug in your ear and I definitely wanted to just say that simply for the simple fact because I know that a lot of people who listen to these type of shows, if you're listening to an otaku show, you listen to a gaming show, you want to do this stuff. You want to make games, you want to write books, you want to be a rapper, you want to be a poet, whatever. You want to be an artist. And you're trying to give people something that people are telling you that people want. And that's not the way to go. 
You got to really focus on you. Kevin, Kevin, uh, Cat Williams said, be in tune with your star player. He's not wrong. Who are you? What do you want to do? What's important to you? What story do you want to tell? Is your story five minutes long? Or is it five seasons long? Are you, should you be making a web series or should you be making an audio book? Find out who you are. Where do you really fit? And everything just becomes easier. I swear to God, it just becomes that much easier. Lean into that type of stuff. So let me get off my high horse. I just, I just really want people to do and experience the things that are going to bring them, maximize their joy and minimize their frustration in life. Because I feel like there's so many instances of people telling other people what not to do and how things are supposed to be. But then there's always these exceptions. Well, he's an exception. Oh yeah, Tyler the Creator is an exception. Oh yeah, James Franco is an exception. Well, why can't you be the exception? You know what I'm saying? That's real. What up, I'm Zid Raw. Find me on all channels at Zid Raw. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's Zid Raw the Wizard. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's The Zid Raw. I've been studious as of late, but I wanted to go ahead and throw those out. In case you're on some other platform, hit me up, say hi. I love everybody, love hearing from you guys. So let's talk Star Wars. And more specifically, let's talk Star Wars, the game that we all want to see. And by we all, I mean me. So (laughs) this is going to be my opinion on my ideal Star Wars game for a lot of reasons. There have been... Star Wars is one of those franchises where the depth of the world is so advanced and so deep that we're almost like, okay, you could kind of tell any type of story that you want from any type of perspective that you want. And yet, we have not quite gotten the real Star Wars experience from the films when it comes to a third-person action-adventure game. Not one time... Have I fully felt like Luke Skywalker? Now, the closest that they had was in the uh, Force Unleashed games, which are not great, where they had some interesting ideas, but it almost seems like they just put them out. The, the, The mechanics were rushed. The actual precision of playing with the characters versus the environment was kind of sloppily done. And there was no sense, like gratifying sense of accomplishment just because everything felt real paper mache and the platforming was pretty shitty. So as a result, we really haven't gotten any Star Wars action games. And I think it's because of the idealized nature of how a Jedi plays out. At the time, we were just coming off of the prequels where Jedis were leaping from platforms to platforms, turning flips, doing all this stuff. And there is some of that. But when that becomes the go-to mechanic, they get too otherworldly and they get too almost too like mythical. And, and it's hard to actually make a game where the gameplay flows in relation to that versus in the, the original trailers or in the original trilogy and in episode 7 
the swordplay is real but slower, a little bit heavier. The the fighting isn't this twirling of the lightsabers over and over and over again. That's the feel I want. Like if you took that slowed down version of light play battle and then you applied it with exploration, world building, maybe meeting people, maybe going and learning about being a Jedi, deciding if you want to be a Jedi or a Sith. Where is this game? Obviously, the closest to the Star Wars, my Star Wars experience that we experienced was Knights of the Old Republic. And Knights of the Old Republic was the, what was the original one called? Knights of the Old, the Knights of the Old Republic? But wait a minute. Republic Online, is that also called Knights of the Old Republic? Am I tripping or am I just fucking this up? I don't know. Anyway, Knights of the Old Republic, the original RPG followed by the sequel, were pretty close in that you kind of felt like, yeah, you're exploring the Star Wars world, you're experiencing the Star Wars world, and you are developing the game and your character to live and exist within that Star Wars universe. So, there have been other notions of games that have kind of like tried to jump in and fill that role there was going to be Star Wars 1313 which was going to be a third person shooter which looked or third person shooting adventure maybe uncharted type game which looked really good got canceled as soon as uh, Star Wars Empire merged with the Disney Empire and they've shown this trailer of some sort of Star Wars action game or whatever. And the trailer looks really cool, but there's nothing there. It's just a trailer. The Link trailer looked great before the um, freaking GameCube came out. But let's really dive into this Star Wars game. Yo, what's going on? It's Zid Raw for Otaku Beef. I hope everybody is doing a really good today i hope you guys are having a great day i just had the most perfect like intro to lead back into this and i got a phone call and it knocked everything that was recorded is gone it wasn't super long but i thought it was pretty dope so sorry guys instead you get the second go little bit lamer thing what i was saying is i hope everybody's having a great time i hope you guys are having a good day i really do believe that i say that all the time because i really hope that just a couple of kind words might be enough to give someone a little bit of a boost that they need when they're having a frustrating day which is very common with a lot of us anyways i was talking about how i'm going to get back into this star wars thing but Everybody always tells me that I'm super long-winded because I'm super detailed with certain things. And I think that that is a reflection of my type. Um, If it's something I'm not interested in, I don't have much information for you. Um, I may have retained information that in passing I've kind of heard and absorbed and like kept in my brain. But as far as actually having something of quality and of quantity to my level of expectations I just don't so I think that it's really fun to be able to do these anchor podcasts where I can kind of go in depth because this shit is interesting man like I get to sit here and I get to talk to you guys about this Star Wars game this fictitious Star Wars game that doesn't exist may not exist may never exist 
but it's just so much fun to speculate about and theorize about because that's what we, the people, want. Let's just jump in there. This Star Wars action game was something that we've been wanting forever, and they showed a trailer when Star Wars merged with Disney. And there was this thing where when uh, Disney merged with Star Wars, they got rid of... 1313, which was going to be this really interesting, almost like this noir detective-y action game, maybe like Uncharted, under the subterranean, the graphics were insane, I was really hyped to kind of play that game, and then that was the first game to go when they merged. I don't know if that's just because they were going to clean house with all of the video game properties and start over, or maybe they were just going to try something new. I have no clue, but that tends to be what happened. They got rid of the game and then that was that. So they left us wanting. I feel like we never have really truly had the true Star Wars experience as if we are inside the movie and we are one of the heroes. That is what the galaxy is waiting on. We've had, let me see if I can go through them better than I did earlier. Knights of the Old Republic was a really good opportunity where they took us through some stuff. Uh, Star Wars Galaxies was one that people really gravitated toward. I never played it because I wasn't playing MMOs at the time. My connection speed was shit. And around the time when I did get a good computer, they said the game had changed. It wasn't as good as when it first came out. So I just said, whatever. I played some of The Old Republic, which was the newer MMO, but it wasn't the same as having my own story and the microtransactions and maybe you should subscribe and blah, blah, blah. I'm not really, I wasn't really down with that. What I wanted, I want this adventure. I want to go on an adventure. I want to go through planets. I want to go to different locations in the galaxy. I want to be chased by bounty hunters. I want to either decide, do I want to actually be a Jedi? Well, then go do this path. Seek out the Jedi Temple. Do you want to be a bounty hunter? Well, go do this path with some interesting, flexible action combat that's not just a shooter, that's not just like shooter-esque but give me freaking lightsaber combat that feels good let me level up let me don't make everybody a jedi that's not as much fun or make me join certain factions make me do certain like give me that open world freedom so when i see this gameplay where it's just a guy walking the graphics are on point but there's nothing there not really that's just an idea When are they going to really give us a Star Wars game like this? There was the uh, new Battlefield game. Star Wars Battlefield 3. And I don't even know if that's what they're calling it. Or is it Battlefield 4? I can't keep up. Either way, that is basically a shooter slash shooter slash shooter with a couple of other elements that make you feel like you're not in a shooter, but that's basically what it is. And it's really cool graphically. Probably the best looking Star Wars game there is. One of the best looking games easily. I like watching people play this game. I really enjoy watching it on Twitch. 
I think the graphics are just so beautiful and astounding and it's just fun. But the problem with those type of games for me, not for other people, I'm only speaking from myself, my own opinion. So if you disagree with what I'm saying, you should. You should have your own opinion about what it is. It doesn't mean we can't be friends. (laughs) But uh, anyway... The repetitive nature of uh, those type of games is where it's all grind. It's like the one aspect where it's like you see something cool and it's fun, but the the whole point of that style of gameplay is to memorize the maps and memorize the locations. It's not about novelty. It's about developing your skill set and improving your stats. There's no adventure to it. It's just memorization and action. And if you like all action all the time, this is a great game for you. Even though if you're not looking for like incredible variety, like I have a friend and whenever we were playing games growing up, and if there was one there was character customization, he never customized his character. He just went with whoever the default was because he didn't care. I would always customize my characters and then I wouldn't care about the actual like action game segments. It's just to each his own. You know what I'm saying? So... I enjoy watching it because I enjoy seeing Star Wars gameplay. But man, would I enjoy it more if there was like a full-scale, contextualized world. And that's really what I'm what I'm craving. It's the context of Star Wars. Because this, the, the, this, the battlefield, it's just the set dressing, the sounds, the smells. It makes you feel like you're there. But what really makes you feel like you're involved in the world is the context of story the context of your actions causing reactions causing appropriate Star Wars reactions can't just be any reaction like for example say you all of a sudden developed a skill that would just take over the minds of anybody and you could just get them out of your way and you could do Jedi mind tricks willy nilly and every time the enemy came at you you would send the people away and they'd wander off and you'd go and steal treasure and bounce. So then you go to the next area. Well, they're not falling for that now. Now they have all droids waiting for you and you can't Jedi mind trick a droid. Stuff like that. It's not that they just bring bigger guns. They apply an equal reaction in a Star Wars way. That's what I'm talking about. I want that context. I want that story. I want the exploration. I want to go wander off find an abandoned cave and then all of a sudden I'm in some sort of moral quandary inside one of the hidden caves and depending on my choices inside the cave I could get certain crystals or maybe my lightsaber is taken or destroyed based on the choices that I make or Maybe I can take over the cave. The cave becomes my home base. Like, I want that limitless possibility feel. Not necessarily 100% limitless, but make me feel like I have no limits. That's what Skyrim did so beautifully. You feel as if you can do anything, even though you can't. You can't own every house. You can't walk up and kill the king. But because you have so much freedom in all these other aspects, you felt like the decisions were endless, the choices were endless. And that's the beauty of it. 
I wish for a Star Wars game. I wish to be blessed by a Star Wars game of this nature and not continue to be teased by these little segments and snippets. So here's hoping for something like that. I definitely am so glad that I talked about that because that's so much fun for me. So yeah, uh, if you guys like Star Wars, if you guys like all that stuff, watch some Battlefront. It's, it, it's just a good time. As always, I'm Zid Raw, Z-I-D-R-A-W on most channels. Find me on Instagram at Zid Raw the Wizard. Find me on Twitter at the Zid Raw, uh, or on Snapchat at just Zid Raw. I'm currently trying to learn all this stuff. For those of you who don't know, I'm an aspiring rapper slash producer, aspiring otaku, and an aspiring human being. Just trying to make sense and find my way in the world. Uh, as as always, I invite everybody to call in. Tell me what's going on in your lives. Tell me if you're an otaku. Tell me if you like music. Tell me what's going on with you. What games should I play? What RPGs should I play? And that's my favorite RPG. What do you enjoy? What topics should we discuss? It's all open. I just wanted to shout out and call out everybody because I feel like we're all connected. And as always... I always want to encourage people to go after whatever it is they want to go after because it's important. It's not important because you're necessarily going to succeed right away, but it's going to put you in the position to be around what you need to be around and then succeed eventually. Go after what you need to go after. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let your mom, your friends, your girlfriend, your husband, don't let anybody try and stop you. Don't let yourself stop you. Don't talk yourself out of who you are just to appease everybody else because that's the reality of it. Do you, do you, do you. You'll be happier, life will be better, the grass will be greener, the skies will be bluer, and I really believe that. So as always, I love everybody. I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, I'm going to do some more random ones, but I'm going to go ahead and mark this as the sign-off. Uh, you know, peace, love, and serenity. Beep. <laughs>